Welcome to the Loft Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message and that it ignites in you a hunger for more of God's presence in your life. Last week, last two weeks, Jack spoke about God saying, I, I see you. How many of you had a chance to hear those messages? And he, he shared with us that, that God says, I see you as you are and for who you are, but I will never leave you as you are. Thank you, God. And he had four, four points, and they all started with E. Do you remember those? Number one, exposing. God is exposing sin and lies. He is, two, eradicating wrong belief. Yes. Three, he is equipping in truth and bringing us to a place of interdependence and humility. And four, he is elevating authority, trust, love, and assignment. Now, I would say that every single person in this room is somewhere within those four or maybe even more than one. Would you agree with that? Could I see a a show of hands? I came to the Lord as a sophomore in high school, and all I knew is I didn't want to face passing away without having my sin covered. I don't know how many of you ever felt that, but I felt that my own sin, there was condemnation on me. And I knew that I was separate from God, and I knew that I needed a savior. So when I heard that the father sent the son to be the savior of the world, that was so attractive to me, a father's love. And so that was in 1973. So what is that, 27 and 21? That's 48 years ago. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. I... I say that because what is most meaningful to me today, I really had no concept for when I first got saved other than I knew that I, was, I had a freedom and a sense of a clean heart and that shame was being removed. But This message that we're going to share with you today, it has a level of intimacy to it. Come on. (laughs) Because, like Jack said, he's never going to leave you where you were. He is constantly drawing you to him and maturing you. And he's fine-tuning. You don't know it, but you've got some hearing aids. You see, because you need aid in hearing. I need aid in hearing. I get distracted. I, I tend to go my own way at times. 
And then as I begin to kind of realize from a little bit of bumps and bruises, a little bit of stubbed toes or a nail that gets tore back a little bit, that the Holy Spirit says, hey, come sit down with me. So the message that we want to share with you today is not one that's far away, but it is, I got my own handkerchief right here, Steve, I'll have your name. I come, I come, I come prepared. But thank you, brother, you're loving me and I appreciate it. I'll be a two-fisted hanky person. The message is, we've entitled it, I Hear You. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But that's not the only way that we hear. We can hear by his spirit in that still, small voice when we quiet ourselves and we tune out other things and we say, I want to hear what's on your heart. And so, after 48 years, honestly, that's my greatest desire. And he is speaking to me, giving me prophetic words, which I never, honestly, in the last two or three years, I would get a an impression, I would get some thoughts, but it's like it's increasing more and more. And it's not of me. It's the Father's got something to say. And then dreams. Luann, thank you for that dream class because it brought a lot of clarity. And... If you haven't had a chance, maybe this fall when she begins to teach on dreams again, you can, you can be a part of that. Something that she said that Susie reminded me of a dream that I had last week was that a lot of times you can see how the Holy Spirit is in the middle of your dream speaking to you. I don't want to, do you want to say anything? You're doing good. So so, uh, we just know that we're going to flow. We don't know how we're going to flow, but we're going to flow together. So I've noticed that, at least this is the impression that I'm getting from the Holy Spirit, that there are seasons, there are times, and then lately he's been talking to me about tempo. Tempo is intimate. If you think of dancing, you've got to get up close to somebody to get, this, get in the same rhythm. Think of tempo as rhythm. Now, I don't know if I, I can give you a Bible verse on that, but I'm just telling you what I'm, I'm experiencing because I had a dream in which a man called me out of sleep and had me stand in front of him, locked, locked arms with me like this, and we swayed back and forth as he prayed for one of my daughters. And then he he said, it's my turn to pray, after he had prayed. And then I prayed, and then in the dream, I went directly to a place where 
my daughter and I were walking up some steep, uh, a steep path in which we were helping each other up the road. And as I shared with Susie about this dream, she said, who do you think the man was? And right then, I knew it was the Holy Spirit who had me in rhythm, who had me in tempo with him, hearing his heart for my daughter. So if you go away with anything tonight, but I I hope you go away with a lot, I would pray that the Holy Spirit would so impress onto you that you would know that you can hear him. Every single one of you can hear him. That he has a heart for you and he has a heart for your family. He loves your children, your grandchildren. And he's using multiple ways to speak to us to draw us into alignment. Well, first of all, my four points. I took four A's. So you can write these down. Jack had four E's. I have four A's. (laughs) Agreement, alignment, assurance, and activation. Say it again. Agreement, who God is, Christ's provision, and who we are as sons and daughters. Two, alignment, making adjustments in our lives that bring us in line with his character and his will. To pray in Jesus' name means to pray in line with his character that his name represents. It's just not something we say. It means something. Assurance. We're going to read a scripture that's going to talk about God's precious promises out of 2 Peter chapter 1. So assurance of his promises to decree and declare. This gives us a confidence of what he said that he will do. He does not lie. He does not go back to his word. His word will not return void, Scripture says. And then four, activation, putting our faith into practice, that he has given us everything for life and godliness. Everything. Father, we desire to know your heart so that we can trust you so that we can move with you and act in a way that's in line with your will. We want to be one with you, Father, just the same way that Jesus said that I and the Father are one in Jesus. You prayed that we would be one with the Father the same way that you and him were. So, Lord, I pray today, Lord, as we hear you, there would be a greater oneness in us, not only with you, but with each other in community, in fellowship, and family together, Lord, we would move as one. Susie. I'm intrigued 
by scriptures that contain the word power. Power. (laughs) That's what it says to me. Power. And it's just reverberating in me. You know how you can... um, this thing, whatever this thing, the speaker. Monitor. A monitor. Well, I, I'm going to say speaker, you know, and it's this big. And uh, you put it on end and you sit on it and then the music plays and you feel that <laughs> power. <laughs> so the word power has made a huge deposit in my heart. God had been calling me into the three by fives. You saw me carry those around. And I would say half of those scriptures have the word power in them. And he knows why he is having me read these. There is something he's doing. And I have the power of Jesus Christ that Jesus gave me. And I want you to know that you do too. That is his goal that you understand this. Power. Like it just exudes out of you. So um, I'm going to read you some of those scriptures. And I want you to take it in. I want you to feel the buzz of the Holy Spirit just penetrating your skin into your veins, into your heart, into your mind, and maybe come out your mouth, okay? So Ephesians 1, 17 through 19, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, a glorious Father, may give me the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that I may know him better. And I pray also that the eyes of my heart may be enlightened in order that I may know the hope to which he has called me. Hope. His glorious riches, inheritance in the saints, and his incomparable great power for us who believe. That power is like the mighty working of his strength which he exuded in Christ when he raised him from the dead. That's the power we have. Come on. That's the power we have. He is. He is equipping us to do great things. And it's Jesus' power. We will do it. We will do it willingly. We will do it with, uh, in cooperation with the Holy Spirit. And we will do it with, with our own commanding voice. We will do it because Jesus did it. Ephesians 3, 16 through 17. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he will strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. I pray that you, being rooted and established in his love and his power, together with all God's people, may grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the fullness of God. 
2 Timothy 1.7, for God did not give me a spirit of timidity, fear. He gave me a spirit of power, yes. love, yes. and a sound mind. Yes. That, that is self-discipline. It is diligently seeking him. And because of that, God rewards me with this thing that is only of him. Romans 1.16, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ because it is the power of God, of love. Excuse me. It is the power of God for salvation for everyone who believes. That's all of us. And 2 Corinthians 10.4, the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. I thought you were smiling. <laughs> and I want you to explore that word power. It's like... Um, it's exploding strength. That's power. It's um, explosive might. It's a, a terrible, exhilarating awe of God. It's a holy surrender. I'm telling you that God is doing a, it's not a new thing. It's an amped up thing. It's, it's a thing that he wants us all to be equipped he, he wants us to uh, remember that we have the power of Christ because when Jesus went on the cross, he knew all these things that we would need and he supplied them through his blood. Yes. Yes. And I want to make my, I want to just, um, when I think of those, the, the verses that I read over myself, I picture myself taking out of my chest my heart and I hold it up to God and I say, I see you. I hear you. And when those verses are, when I read them over my heart, my life, I take on the power of Christ. And this is for you. This is for us. We're going to do this because of Jesus. And it, it begs us to drop the weight of unbelief. You read those scriptures over yourself. I, I promise you there's power in them. God is saying, I want, I want you to hear me more than ever. Than more than ever you have heard me in worship, in the stillness of the night, in the dreams. When we're laying on the floor before him, in the tender caress of uh, hugging, hugging our kids and our grandkids, we hear him. He's always available to us, always. God is saying, I want you to really tune your ear to me more than ever before. 
He is accelerating and he is speeding up the tempo. The temple in which the tempo in which he is doing things. And he's calling us in. And there should be no timidity or fear. Drop it off. Kick it to the curb. Find a scripture to decimate that thing. Because we're coming into um, a freedom power grid that we have never experienced, but we have longed for. And I want you to turn your heart on for faith for this for you. And you could just take it out there into the atmosphere in front of you, grab it and pull it into your heart. It is done. It's yours because of Jesus. So we are going to go from glory to glory. We're going to go from walking to running. We're going to go from freedom to power. And I have this one verse that really sums it up. I press on to take hold for which Christ Jesus has taken hold of me. And I invite you to do the same. Yes, Lord. I got two questions I want to ask you. Actually, I felt the Holy Spirit ask me. So, what does our desire to hear our Father speak to us mean to Him? What does our desire to hear Him speak mean to Him? I believe that what it says to him when we desire to hear him speak, it means that we love him. That we say that we are desiring to know him in his heart, to move into a greater trust relationship with him. It moves him to act on our behalf and then to move into a greater relationship of oneness. The other question that I want to ask and have you ponder is what is the Holy Spirit asking of us? But I want to read, if you have your Bibles, would you turn with me to 2 Peter chapter 1. I'm going to start in verse 2. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 2. Grace and peace be multiplied you, to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. As his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness, through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue, 
by which he has given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. But also for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, virtue means goodness, to goodness knowledge, to knowledge self-control, and to self-control perseverance or patience, to patience godliness, to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. Remove any thoughts that those are too many virtues to add in your life. Somebody out there was thinking that right now. Cast that out right now. The word says it, so we need to agree with the word. The Holy Spirit wants to partner with us wants to take us into a place to where we know that we have everything we need for life and godliness. He wants to add faith into your life, goodness, knowledge, self-control, patience, godliness, kindness, brotherly kindness, and love. Look at verse 8. For if these things are yours and abound, you will neither, you will be be neither barren nor, or, nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For if these things are yours and abound, you will be neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he who lacks these things is short-sighted, even to blindness, and has forgotten that he was cleansed from his old, old sins. Therefore, brethren, be even more diligent to make your call and election sure, for if you do these things, you will never stumble. For so an entrance will be supplied to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. For this reason, I will not be negligent to remind you always of these things. How often is, how often is Peter going to remind them? Always. I know you, you and I, we read this maybe a, a month ago. Maybe we read it three months ago. Guess what? We're being reminded again because that's how important it is. For this reason, I will not be negligent to remind you always of these things that you know and are established in the present truth. Yes, I think it's right, as long as I am in this tent, to stir you up by reminding you knowing that shortly I must put off my tent just as, I Lord, just as our Lord Jesus Christ showed me. You want to hear something important? Talk to a dying man. Go sit next to somebody's bedside who, who doesn't have long to live. They've got it pretty much boiled down to what, what is important. If they, well, let me preface this. If they're in the Lord, if they're in the Lord, if, if they're not, then they may be in a place where they have no hope. And then you may get a chance to share hope with them. 
Moreover, I will be careful to ensure that you always have a reminder of these things after my decease. I'm going to read all the way to the end of the chapter. For we did not follow cunningly devised fables when we made known to you the power. Say with me, power. power. No, wait, 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 wait. Power! <laughs> Man, I love my wife. I can't do it like that. <clears throat> I'm going to try. Power! How's that? Is that good? when we made known to you the power and the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his man. For he received from God the Father honor and glory when such a voice came to him from the excellent glory. This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. (laughs) And we heard this voice which came from heaven when we were with him on the holy mountain. And so we have the prophetic word confirmed, which you do well to heed as a light that shines in a dark place. Thank you, Lord, that the prophetic word shines light. Until the day dawns in the morning and the and day dawns and the morning star rises in your heart. Knowing that this no prophecy of scripture of, is of any private interpretation. For prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. So what is the Holy Spirit asking of us out of this passage? He's asking us to participate with the divine nature to partner with the Holy Spirit, to speak life over ourselves and others, to speak a new narrative. Come on, he's rewriting your story. Get out of the past. He's rewriting your story. You are a new creation in Christ. Get a new narrative. Throw the old record out. Come on now. I'm serious. Power! (laughs) Uh, Okay. I talked about this a little bit the last time I spoke. January 1st, I started some new life patterns. I've dropped 49 pounds. But it's more than just losing weight. Okay? It's a new mindset. It's a new mindset to where my body and my soul and my spirit belong to Jesus Christ and I want to honor him. That I'm the temple of the Holy Spirit. And so not only with a food intake, but whatever comes into my mind, if it doesn't match up with the word of God, then I, I want to cast it out. So start new life patterns that bring health to your body, soul, and spirit. And you're going to have to get alone with the Lord and ask him what that looks like. Because it'll be different, really, for all of us. Live with purpose. Verse 
Verse 5 of uh, 2 Peter 1 says, giving all diligence. It's talking about effort. You know what diligence is. It's one of those D words, you know, discipline, diligence. Not really our favorite. But things get accomplished when when we begin exercising diligence in our lives. Follow through. Living with purpose. Who are you? How has God gifted you? Another way of saying giving all diligence is is making every effort. It means putting forth effort, being purposeful to mature in Christ, to mature in faith, to mature in all the virtues that were listed in this chapter. Knowledge, self-control, patience, godliness, brotherly kindness, love. And fourth, what are you aligning yourself with? What are you listening to? This is a season of taking time to be still, of saying, Lord, I want to be still, and Holy Spirit, I want to hear from you. And then ask him to share what's on his heart. Get your journal, write that. Lord, tell me what's on your heart, and then just sit and listen. Can I just say one thing to that? That's taken me all of my life to do. And um, I can't say that uh, I regret that, Lord. No. I am standing firm, and I am doing the diligent work to sit at his feet and to literally shut up. Come on. You know what I'm talking about. God does not owe me anything. I should not be telling him my list of things I want to see happen. That is so dishonoring to him. Don't you think he knows all those things? Put him aside and sit at his feet. Be quiet. Listen for him. We all hear him differently. Figure out how you hear him and nurture that with him. So I I have a prophetic word that the, the Holy Spirit gave me here a few weeks ago. And uh, I submit it to you. I thought at first it was just for me, but I don't think it's just for me. I'm going to read it twice. It's not very long. Prepare to lose more weight. Things you had for years will be dropping off of you. You will be free to live, move, and walk in me with all of your being. Be ready to see with my eyes. Be ready to hear with my ears. Be ready. Be ready. Things and people are moving towards me. I am drawing all men to me. 
There is nothing that cannot be shaken that will be shaken. What remains is what I want to remain. Choose this day who you will serve. Prepare to lose more weight. Things you had for years will be dropping off of you. You will be free to live, to move, and to walk in me with all of your being. Be ready to see with my eyes. Be ready to hear with my ears. Be ready. Be ready. Things and people are moving towards me, and I am drawing all men to me. There is nothing that cannot be shaken that will be shaken. What remains is what I want to remain. Choose this day who you will serve. Lord, I believe that we've had a shaking these last, this last year and a half. We've actually had time to sit quietly, but at times we haven't. We've acted at times like we didn't know what to do, but if we would have sat quietly with you, Lord, you would have told us what to do. So I ask that there would be no shame over this. This is a new day. I pray, Lord, that where there is repentance that needs to take place, we will say, Lord, please forgive me for putting other things first. And I ask, Lord, Over every, I declare, I do more than ask, I decree and declare over everyone in this room a holy hunger to hear your voice. A holy hunger to hear your voice. That the secret place with you would be the best place in the house. And in that place, till your heart You say to your heart, I hear you, God. I hear you, God. I hear you. I hear you. I love hearing your voice. I'm still, Lord. I have my ear tuned to you. I hear you. You tell yourself that because it's the truth. The enemy of your, your soul wants to keep that truth from you. And it's your responsibility to turn your ears on. It is, he is that close to you. Every second of your life, God is speaking to you and you hear him. So I'd like to... Susie and I talked about some type of activation, but honey, what I'm hearing is that we don't, I don't want to bring clutter into this moment. I want you to hear directly from the Holy Spirit. 
So could I ask you, you can go if you need to walk up here somewhere alone or if you just, if you need to lay on the floor somewhere, if you need to, whatever you need to do, I'm inviting you and asking you to do business with the Holy Spirit in whatever way. I believe he's already told you what needs to take place. You can sit where you're at if you feel comfortable doing that. But let's just go before him. What is he asking? What is he saying to you? Father, that we get to participate with the divine nature. We get to partner with you, Holy Spirit. Thank you that you have given us everything we need for life and godliness. Thank you, Lord, that we have the power to change our narratives in you of the new life that you give. Thank you that we can live with purpose. We can live with diligence in our lives, pursuing the things that please you, making every effort, Lord, to grow and to mature and to humble ourselves and to yield to you, Holy Spirit. What a beautiful, what a beautiful thing, Lord, to yield to you, to draw near to you. Thank you that you are aligning us to your heart, that you are speaking to us, 
that we get to know you. That is eternal life, to know you. Can I ask the leadership team to come up here? Jacqueline and Joe, would you come up here? Jacqueline. She has a surgery coming up. there's any others that of you that would like some prayer tonight you could come up and maybe we could get some of the life group pastors to come forward also and help out with prayer just go ahead if you'd like uh, some of the life group pastors to pray with you would you go ahead and go over to this side
that's it for our service tonight. If you would like prayer, please come forward. I just want to pray the peace of Christ over you and the joy of the Holy Spirit and the love of the Father. Fill your lives, fill your homes, and bless you. If you were inspired by today's message, be sure to hit subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your podcast. For more information about The Loft or for gathering times and locations, you can check out our website at www.theloftnw.org or find us on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you'll join us again next time.